Alex It takes a lot to make him happy, and he is clearly pleased. She's up. She's moving nicely. She's got it. Yes. Welcome everybody to Off The Podium, an Olympics podcast as we come to you for a very packed, a very full, a very exciting, a very silver and bronze day 13 of the Pyeongchang 2018 Winter Olympics. A day of course that is celebrated still to this day in the history of the world by New Zealand who uh, I believe are still partying non-stop over there for a double bronze day that we, of course, went over a little bit yesterday. But so much to talk about, so exciting. There's first golds for countries, there's no golds for countries that should have won it, and once again, there's no medals for Australia. And speaking of which, joining us is the number one expert when it comes to winning no medals in Olympic Games from Emu Plains, Jared Lubick. Jared, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Yeah, I have the distinction of doing equally as well as the Australian team on the 13th day. Me too. Me too. It's a good feeling. Uh, and also joining us is a man who is in mourning right now. I believe that the whole nation of Canada is mourning the fact that New Zealand technically had more of a successful day in some aspects uh, on day of the Olympics in Canada. It's Mr. Colin Hilding. Hello, Colin. Welcome back. Uh, harsh but true, but uh, there is a light at the end of the tunnel because... Officially today, one of Off the Podium's guests did win a medal. Yes! <laughs> the curse is up, people. He got a bronze. Uh, <laughs> yes, the cover everybody wants. The New Zealand medal. Um, congratulations. <laughs> uh, Charles Hamlin, was that, was that a big celebration point for you as he crossed? I mean, they should have won the gold, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. I was watching I that. I mean, I was just happy to not see him get disqualified for once. I mean, I thought that he'd fallen into a groove, and that was just his new his new thing. And speaking of off the podium, one of our uh, biggest whipping boy bag girls, whatever, in the history of our show, the, uh, the funniest country on the planet, Hungary, uh, absolutely oh, yeah. laughing their way to the bank this morning <laughs> because they've won their first ever Winter Olympic gold medal in the same race. Hungary, the great nation of speed skating. Hungary have won a gold medal. Um, I mean, you know, let's go back to Rio. We ripped a bit, fair bit of shit into our Hungarians as not being funny people. Uh, Jared, do you think this has brought a bit of a smile to their face? Because they look like they were like sort of smiling when they won this gold medal last night. Yeah, I think if you win gold, you get kind of a 10-second window to smile, and then after that, it's just straight back to the blank face. How is it, though, Colin, for you? I mean, this was an interesting race, of 5,000-metre relay. Uh, I mean, because Canada were winning for pretty much right at the end, and it's only really the last two laps that they kind of uh, went backwards. But how how does Canada react 
to losing to Hungary. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, this is the great nation of Hungary in speed skating when you think of all these amazing short track nations uh, to lose to a country who until, uh, you know, about 12 hours ago never won a Winter Olympic gold medal. I mean, we're we're coming off of losing to the United States in curling, so I don't think uh, anything. United States in curling and hockey, now Hungary in speed skating. Like we might as well just become a summer nation all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, it really wasn't a good day for Canada um, yesterday. Shall shall we just get this over and done with? I mean, I was watching the uh, the ice hockey on the app because Channel 7 decided not to show it live. They decided to show it on about a two-hour delay and then show it about another three times last night at the expense of uh, live sport. Um, but uh, went down to the penalty shootout, uh, went down to the sudden death portion of the penalty shootout, and uh, let's be honest, the greatest save by an American goalkeeper since uh, Julie the Cat Gaffney at the Junior Goodwill Games got them the <laughs> gold medal. Uh, that's not an original Ben Waterworth joke. I'll explain where that came from later on. Uh, but... Um, it must be disappointing. I mean, you did talk about this yesterday. This is the one that would hurt the most, and that's got to hurt the most that way. Yeah, and I think especially because it's it's an exact reversal of what really happened in Sochi. You know, we were ahead going into the, well, pretty much right up until the end of the third period, and then we just lost this lead and then losing it in a shootout. I mean, I'm glad it was a dramatic game. It was a good game. Uh, it's just coming off of this streak. You know, it's funny that... You watch this even on Canadian TV and afterwards, of course, that's when, I'm not going to say the excuses come out, but it's like, well, the U.S. team wore the heavy favorites going into this. I'm like, really, you played six games with them leading into this over the last few months and won five out of the six. How were they the heavy favorites? But, I mean, Canada, we still find a way to be like, we're silver medalists. I mean, it's exciting. We won a medal in women's hockey. I mean, have we ever not won a medal in women's hockey i don't think i mean we've no. only missed out on the gold once but it between curling and hockey it really is just kind of a sad day right now it's i mean this is the thing though i do like about you guys is that from the from what i'm seeing on social media and other re- reactions you still still seem to put a positive light on it like i mean if this was australia and this was, I don't know, the Australian football gold medal match that, you know, we're certain to win, and we lose to New Zealand. I mean, Jared, we know what's going to be happening. There's going to be inquiries. You know, our Prime Minister's going to be on TV. This is so disappointing. Everyone in Australia's going to be sulking. I mean, we've got to be more like Canadians, don't we? Yeah, I mean, if that team loses, they're not coming back to Australia if they're heavy favourites. So, um, yeah, I think just, just kind of let it go. I did... Um, appreciate the person who uh just chucked a silver medal away straight away took it straight off straight away i thought that was impressive but yeah um for the most part just that, sort of roll with the punches that's very un-canadian i didn't see that <laughs> wow um i mean the good news for canada though on a day in which you picked up uh what two silvers and a bronze uh kim Bhutan, Bhutan, Putin, kim uh, yeah. three medals now. She's won at these Olympics, so that's pretty good for her. And she was happy. I, I liked seeing her reaction. She crossed that line there. Uh, you know, good for her. Uh, and also I think the better news is that, um, Norway didn't win a gold medal. So, um, Germany did though. So they're both on 13 gold. So shit, no gold to Germany or Norway in the coming days to tie your record in Vancouver. But, uh, mm. you know, you won medals. You won one more than New Zealand. That's a positive. We did, and uh, I like the way you described Kim Boone's reaction. It was almost as if to say, suck it, social media. Yeah. I'm a three-time medalist. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but gold to the Netherlands in that one, actually. It's not, it's rare to see that in the short track. We'll go over some of those in a second. Uh, Jared, obviously, from our perspective, I finally saw the Dominic Demshaw, um, slalom failure. That was a bit awkward. Um, and Greta Small, uh, sadly did not finish the, uh, combined, uh, portion of everything. Um, now, as we mentioned, Sammy Kennedy Sim, night, uh, we went over that one yesterday, of course. Um, and that was really it. No other Australians really in action. Uh, I mean, I didn't see Greta. Did you see Greta at all go down? Because, I mean, again, when I'm watching Channel 7, they they felt obviously bad for not showing the ice hockey live, so they thought they could make it up to you by showing it, like, 20 times last night. Yeah, I didn't see it live either. I did see an interview with her at the bottom of the hill, and she just sounded like she was super, like, unwell and sick. Like, it was... She barely could even talk. So, I mean, props to her for getting up there and, and giving it a go in the event, really. Yes, yes. It's, um... You know, it's, it's weird for Channel 7 when they don't have a whole lot of Australian action to show on a day, which really came down to two alpine skiers not finishing and, um, Sammy Kennedy Sim just putting in a run to get in ninth qualifying. So, Channel 7 didn't know what to do. So, like, oh, let's bow down to our American overlords and show them winning a gold in the ice hockey 30 times. Um, so the medal events yesterday was obviously a record day. 10 gold decided, uh, which was a record for the Winter Olympics. Um, and we had two Alpine events, men's slalom. Uh, Andrea Muher of Sweden beat Ramon Zenhausen of Switzerland and Mikhail Matt of Austria took the bronze. The women's combined. The good news is Lindsay Vonn didn't medal. Um, Michelle Jason oh. Switzerland. She, not only did she medal, did she choke big time? Um, because she was what fastest, but of course, wasn't she in the downhill? All U.S. media coverage today is still talking about her as the greatest skier in history. <laughs> Like, they they really pump her up here on our coverage. But, like, the thing that... Like, the difference between her and Ryan Lochte... Ryan Lochte's got a, an aspect about him that you kind of almost like. Like, like you don't. But, like, there's a part of it where you just are like, oh, he's a bit special, he's a bit dumb. So, yeah. like, <laughs> like, oh, well, the poor guy, like, you know... I'm sorry, Lindsay Vaughn just seems like an arrogant so-and-so. Like, there's a difference between the two of them, which, if I'm in a bar, and there's Ryan Lochte on one side, Lindsay Vaughn both drinking their sorrows, um, Ryan Lochte, how do I get in this bar? Um, I'm going up to Ryan Lochte to talk to him. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Not for those purposes, if anybody's uh, implying that I've really turned the other way on this podcast. I mean, Jared, who are you going to want to hang out with more, Ryan Lochte or Lindsay Vaughn? Oh, probably Ryan, because you know it's going to be an interesting night, and um, what he says is happening is probably going to be more exciting than what actually does. <laughs> exactly. You'll be on the news. You'll have a reality show made out of you. Um, Colin, I mean, I don't know. Who are you choosing in that? Uh, you know, it's tough. I mean, I think you can laugh at anything Ryan Lochte does. With Lindsay Vaughn, you kind of just roll your eyes half the time. I think the other problem is like the the uh, the attention, as I said, like not just media attention but fan attention. It it legitimately is. Everybody's saying she's the greatest skier in history. You know, with Ryan Lochte fans, I mean, you you laugh at them too when they make those claims. Uh, with Lindsey Vaughn, it's again, it's almost annoying at times that they make her out to be like you know the greatest thing ever. 
I think I think I would probably have more issues with Lindsey Vaughn fans than I would Ryan Lochte's as well. So yeah, it's Lochte hands down. I think the difference is is like Lindsey Vaughn seems to be so much more successful outside of the Olympics. Like she's dominated like World Cup events and World Championship mm-hmm. events. She's only going to leave with what three Olympic medals, a gold and two bronzes. Yeah. Whereas Ryan Lochte, I mean, I know swimming has obviously got a lot more events, but he's got uh, twelve Olympic medals, and he lives in an era of Michael Phelps. So, um, on the success side of things, uh, I think Ryan Lochte, uh, more complete athlete than dear old Lindsay. So, um, and I mean, when Ryan Lochte fails, you know, eventually, very, very late, eventually, he does own up and be like, you know what? I did something stupid with Lindsay Vaughn. I swear, I, I don't want to hear about her injuries one more time. Because all it is is a, oh, well, you know, it's unfortunate that I've had so many injuries. Like, everybody else has had injuries. I mean, there are people who won medals in these Olympics who were injured at yes. the time. I don't want to hear about your injuries. Oh, I miss Sochi because I was injured. I'm like, well, so did the one who won the gold today. It's, it's, <laughs> it's no different. Like, shut up about your injuries already. Nobody cares. Stop with the excuses. Yeah, go retire. Ryan Lochte's not making excuses. Exactly. Exactly. He's just admitted that he's dumb. <laughs> like, where is Yeah. <laughs> You're just annoying. Um... So the goal went to that to Michelle Gizan, uh, Switzerland. Michaela Schifrin of the US got the silver and Wendy Holden, uh, good day for Switzerland. Uh, bronze there. That was in the, uh, combined. Uh, Canadian got six there though, Colin. Valerie Grenier. So that was pretty decent. Uh, only 18 people in total completed the entire, um, both runs. So, um, very interesting there. Just in the, uh, the men's slalom too. I think only half the field as well in that. Uh, completed as well. And that was, uh, the event we had, um, just looking here, the ones who did not finish. We had an East Timor ac- athlete, Johan Gaut Gonkals, uh, 104th out of, uh, however many there were in the field. Uh, there was a Malaysian, uh, Lebanese, Pakistani, Icelandic, uh, San Marino. This is where all the nations were competing, uh, in the slalom. So, has our Tongan cross country ski would have competed by now, hasn't he? Did that just not make the news? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like a big deal. He he didn't finish last though. So. Okay, well that's good. Good for him. Um, I mean, he had his shirt on the whole time. There was nothing to talk about. Couldn't recognize him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the biathlon, the women's relay, was gold to Belarus. Yay! <laughs> Their second gold of the games. I think that is Sweden silver, bronze to France. Canada were in tenth position. Uh, in the uh, men's half pipe, obviously we went over that yesterday. Uh, we don't need to repeat that New Zealand won a bronze medal. Um, sadly, yes, Canada silver in the uh, women's ice hockey gold to the US of A in that one. Nordic combined, everybody's favourite. The Germans took that one out. Norway silver, Austria bronze. Uh, of course, that's the only sport that Canada does not have any representatives at the Olympics. That was the Team Large Hill 4x5 kilometre in the Nordic combined. The 1,000 metres, uh, Suzanne Schuttling from the Netherlands, uh, who um, I like the look of her. She's quite attractive. Uh, she took the gold, <laughs> Kim Boutin, silver, and Ariana Fontana, the bronze, both the uh, Koreans, taking each other out in the final. Uh, kind of had to laugh at that. <laughs> Sorry, Korea. Um, and the 500 metres, there was a four-man final, which included a Canadian, Samuel Girard, and he finished in fourth. Uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> sad, sad for sad. I was watching that one, but, uh, Wu Dejing, a world and Olympic record taking the gold. That's China's first gold of these games, interestingly enough. Uh, Huang Di Hyun of South Korea, the silver, and Lim Hyo Jun, the bronze. Uh, disappointing though for Samuel, because he, he kind of, 
He got the raw deal of that start, because it, it's such a, a power race, isn't it? 500 metres, boom, boom, boom. When you get a bad start, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, I was watching it, and I think it's short track speed skating. I mean, things happen so quickly. You know, in the first five laps, even if it, it is, you know, a 5,000 metre, you can have every person a- overtake every person over the course of only five laps. And, I mean, he was just at the back the entire time. So, I don't know if it was uh, if there were any problems with the start. I just don't think he was in it. And he got lucky, was it, in the semi? Because he got kind of pushed out of it and he's, what, a bit of his skate got stuck on the ice and they kind of restarted it. So, um, you know, I thought he was out of that already in the semi, but uh, they, they restarted there because that was dangerous on the ice. The 5,000-meter relay, as always, I love the relays in the uh, in the short track. Uh, as we said, Hungary gold and Olympic record, if you don't mind. China silver, Canada bronze, and uh, South Korea fell again. So not a very good night for the South Koreans. Uh, in the short track. Uh, we went over the big air yesterday. Don't need to repeat. New Zealand won a medal in that one. Uh, curling. Oh, Colin. You really want to move on from that. <laughs> yeah, we really want to move on to the fact that curling. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> you peaked at the, the mixed doubles. Your women don't even make it. And you lose to America in the semi. Canada only going to be playing for bronze, Colin. <laughs> yeah. I, uh... <laughs> Let's move on. I think we talked about that yesterday too, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, but the gold will be between Sweden and the US and bronze will be between Canada and Switzerland. Like, my goodness, Canada. I want a national inquiry into that. Um, why do I have ice hockey open twice? Apparently I'm Channel 7 all of a sudden. Um, and that was basically it. All the events were medal events, uh, except for the ski, cr- uh, the, yeah, the ski cross, which we already covered yesterday. Um, so the medal table after, what are we, 13 days in, uh, is Germany, uh, still second? Yes, they are. Uh, Norway are on top, uh, by the fact that they've won more silver medals. 13 gold, 12 silver, 10 bronze, 35 in total. Germany, 13 gold, 7 silver, 5 bronze. Uh, who would you rather top the medal tally, uh, with a 14th gold, Colin, Germany or Norway? Oh, it has to be Norway. I mean, you, at least that way they can petition to have, like, the uh, best pantsuit in for the uh, 2022 Olympics. I, f- I feel like you're going to side with uh, Colin there, uh, Jared. Are you, are you Team Norway or Team Germany here? Oh, Norway, absolutely. Ah, Team Germany, come on. Like, I don't know. I have nothing against the Norwegians. I've never met a Norwegian in my life. I think I went over this before, but I oh, know I have. Joppy was Norwegian, wasn't he? Um, that was a bit rude of me. Sorry, Joppy, if you're listening. <laughs> we had Nozlo who worked for the show. who was bloody Norwegian. Um, but I, I like Germans better. So, uh, <laughs> hashtag Team Germany. Uh, Canada third, though. Uh, you're hanging on to that. Nine gold, seven silver, eight bronze. Now, the US have jumped up into fourth with eight gold, seven silver, six bronze. But uh, the good news is, should they win another gold, uh, by the fact that you've won two more New Zealand medals of bronze, um, you will hold on to third spot. The Dutch, uh, they're having a great game. I know they've all come in speed skating, but now they're uh, dangerous in short track as well. So uh, look out, Beijing 2022, where the Netherlands are going to probably win 15 gold purely on speed skating and short track alone. Um, so South Korea still four gold, four silver, three bronze a host. Australia still in 22nd, two silver and a bronze. And New Zealand are an equal 25th with Spain, uh, two bronzes there. But uh, Hungary, good result for them, as we said. Their first ever Winter Olympic gold medal puts them up with, uh, 19th place. Ukraine equal there. Um, good result for them. Jared, what did you watch on day 13? 
Uh, not a whole lot, given Channel 7's uh, remarkable coverage. Um, but the things that I did see was the pretty much the events that New Zealand won, so it kind of leaves a sour <laughs> taste in your mouth. The uh, third, half third and, Jared, not one, third. <laughs> <laughs> and the, uh, the big air, as well as I did catch the end of the uh, women's gold medal hockey match. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> Colin? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, I obviously watched the uh, the two events that we covered yesterday, and then um, I I tried so hard to stay up to watch them. I mean, it was ten forty five p.m. I think when the uh, the gold medal game started here, and I made it I think up some point into the second period before I just couldn't stay awake any longer. Uh, I was able to catch the end, but I only had so much time before I left for work, so kind of uh, fast-forwarded through the end and, you know, watched uh, all the dramatic stuff in the third period and overtime and shootout and everything. And the only other thing I really had a chance to watch uh, were the the short track events, which I was able to catch on my lunch today at work. So uh, I was lucky enough to get through all three of those within half an hour. Beautiful. Yeah, I uh, saw the ice hockey, saw the short track, um, and, yeah, what obviously we covered yesterday uh, as well. Um, so yeah, nothing really outside of the realms. I sadly didn't see any of the Nordic combined. I was a bit sad about that, but, um, you know, there's always Beijing, uh, clearly because I think they're all out of the way now. Um, athlete of the day. Uh, let's go with Colin first. Do you have anyone today? I mean, I think the obvious choice would be just the Hungarian team just for being the first gold medalist, but I'm, I'm going to go with the coach of the day instead. <laughs> Because uh, I talked yesterday about uh, Eve Muirhead and her team beating uh, Canada and how happy I was uh, for Canada to lose in women's curling. Uh, didn't even realize that their new coach, Glenn Howard, is uh, a former Canadian curler. And this, I'll send you guys the link to the page. Uh, but just showing, like, not all Canadians are polite, um, <laughs> or at least when it comes to something that we take very seriously, like curling, uh, nobody's polite. Somebody took a page out of the Oz Network slash Off the Podiums book and edited his Wikipedia page immediately afterwards because Great Britain has a Canadian coach. And legitimately, this is what his Wikipedia page said after that. Glenn William Howard, born July 17, 1962, is a Canadian trader curler. (laughs) So he was branded a trader by Canadians on Wikipedia briefly before they updated his page. Wow. Wow. That's, um, that's crazy. I swear we're similar like that in Australia because wasn't that the case, Jared, that didn't, um, an Australian go over to coach the British swimming team or something like that? And they basically helped Britain win a bunch of medals in the Olympics. It was, I don't know what sport it was. Was it swimming? I can't remember. I don't know if you know anything about that, but I remember there's a similar thing here in Australia where they did that too. No, it sounds about right. I feel like it happens with Australians in like a lot of sports, particularly so sports that we generally yeah are good at, like swimming or netball. The other teams always have Australian coaches, and it's like, well, is this really fair? Um, yeah, I know. It was I think our rugby union coach, Eddie Jones, Eddie whatever his name is, he went and coached the English uh, rugby union team to a fair bit of success. So yeah, that's, uh, that's I like that though, Trader. They're stealing our jokes. Uh, but we'll take it. Uh, Jared, do you have anyone? Uh, for the same day in a row, and I feel bad doing this, but I'm going to go with the New Zealander. Oh. Um, just because 
Nico Porteous, just to the fact that, like we mentioned yesterday while we were recording, that the fact that he phoned in his third <laughs> oh, run yeah. when he's when he's sitting in like second place at the time, there's like six athletes left to come after him. He could potentially have won gold if he'd done an amazing thing on his last uh, turn round. And then the fact, yeah, that he just phones it in, does this stupid thing, and then just holds on for bronze when really that could have gone south so badly, like fourth place, fifth place. Um, I think that that's just hilarious and um, classic New Zealand act. Yeah, you know, I actually went back and watched that so I could hear the commentary and hear the Canadian commentators. They were just silent for like the first 10 seconds. Like, I'm not entirely sure what his plan is here. (laughs) Is he injured? I don't know. I mean, there must be something. Well, maybe he just thinks he has this as a lock at this point. Like, what were the commentators like there? I had mine on mute. I don't know, Jared, if you went back and watched it. I think ours were, yeah, like, pretty much the same. They're like, um, so it looks like he's just putting in a safety run. Uh, not sure. <laughs> um, I like the fact that both, and I don't know if we really went over this as much yesterday as we should have, that both of their bronze medalists are 16 years old. Um, so, like, you know, add them together, they're basically my age. Um, and the fact that I've read an article here in stuff.co.nz that they're like neighbors and that they've grown up with each other and so very New Zealand. Uh, so this is like the next big darling couple of New Zealand sports because, you know, all those international <laughs> New Zealand sporting couples that we all know about. Uh, I probably couldn't even name five famous New Zealand athletes on my hand right now, let alone couples. Um, but yeah, two 16 year olds who weren't even remotely close to being born the last time they won an Olympic medal. <laughs> so that's, that's insane. Um, I'm gonna go with the bronze medalist in the 1000 meter short track, Ariana Fontana. Now, similar to Kim Boutine, she's a multiple medalist at this games. She's now completed the set. She's gone bronze, silver, and gold. Uh, she got the gold in the 500 meters and the silver as part of the 3000 meter relay team that really shouldn't have won a silver medal. It was a ridiculous result, but whatever. Um, she came into these games having won five previous medals, uh, throughout her career in Turin, Vancouver, and Sochi. Never a gold. Um, so she's a bit of a journey woman, Ariana, and, uh, I think she needs a bit more props. So good for her. She's only 27 as well. So, uh, that made her the ripe old age of 16 when she first competed in her home Olympics of Turin back in, uh, 2006. Uh, and I've seen a picture of here biting the ugliest Olympic medal in the history of the Olympics, the Turin medal. Um, can we just establish how ugly that medal is, everyone? The donut medal? Um, yeah, so Ariana Fontana. Makes me hungry. Makes you hungry? That just makes me want to vomit. It doesn't look like an Olympic medal. That's ridiculous. I know, but who doesn't want a donut? I mean, I'd rather (laughs) chew on a donut than a medal. Yeah, but like this just literally looks like someone's got a piece of metal with a hole in it and tied a ribbon around and gone, oh, here's an Olympic medal. Like the, the, like. Yeah, cost cut. Cutting. Yeah, cost cutting. Like, they're like, I don't know. Here's, here's a random one for you. 2006 wasn't a good year for medals. Cause does anyone remember the Melbourne Commonwealth Games medals? It was kind of like jewelry as opposed to a medal. It was this thin piece of like, um, you know, chain with an ugly medal at the bottom of it. Um, I don't know. I just feel like a medal should represent a high prestige event. And if you've got an ugly ass looking medal like the Turin medal or the frickin' Commonwealth Games from Australia, I'm glad the Gold Coast medals look slightly better than the, uh, the Melbourne ones. But, uh, anyway, this is Metal Oz coming soon to the Oz Network, um, and off the podium. Um, coverage. Now, any CBC fails or any interesting from CBC at all? 
yeah, this one was kind of funny. Again, I only caught it because I went back uh, to see their reaction to uh, to Nico and his phone it in run. But um, what was the name of the guy who won the gold again? Uh, that was uh, David Wise. Uh, Alex Ferreira yeah, got Wise. silver. Yeah. So after Wise had his run, you know, the commentators. Well, you you always have the one you know commentator and then the analyst and the commentator was just going on and on about you know an incredible run here and what a great day uh you know for the united states and then they they're cutting to a shot uh, at the top of the hill where the two coaches are watching wise's run and they're just like pumping their arms up in the air like yeah yeah and it's just like silence from the commentators and then the analyst guy just goes america like <laughs> just <laughs> imitating the two guys as they're pumping their arms in the air <laughs> That's almost as good as the uh, the Scotty James one from Australia's perspective when he crashed. There was just dead silence, and all you hear is bugger. <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. <laughs> Jared, did you have any Channel Seven ones? Um, well, the two things caught my attention. One is the fact that, like you know, the coverage is bad when Channel Seven acknowledges that it's terrible, and Mel McLaughlin, with her great wording, said. If you want to watch anything, you can go to the app, <laughs> which I thought was, I mean, it was true because there was nothing on TV, so, um, that's brilliant. And then the other that just made me laugh was, I don't even know what time it was on, but this banner just came across the screen, probably when they were replaying the hockey for a hundredth time. And then it was like. Breaking news, Channel 7 hacked, um, watch the full story on Sunrise tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, no wonder you were hacked. It's some disgruntled watcher of the Olympics who's trying to take over your coverage because you're terrible. I, um, I had to, like, be a bit of a troll on Twitter that they, uh, they posted, like, a poll on Twitter and it was like, which is better? And it's like, ski half-pipe or snowboard half-pipe? And I replied with, third option, live sport. Um... (laughs) But it didn't really get any traction. Um, I've got a different one outside of Channel 7, which I'll get to. But um, the the one I had to laugh, though, was Hamish McLaughlin trying to come off as, like, this ice hockey expert. You know, he's, like, there showing the ice hockey for the third time. Yes, and, of course, here in ice hockey, like, it's a well-known fact that it's, uh, you know, post, uh, when it's tired, it's sudden death, 20 minutes, uh, sudden death goal, and then they go, just, he's just trying to explain. It's like, Hamish McLaughlin, you're a douche. You know nothing about ice hockey. Um, but I, I flicked over onto our pay TV service, Foxtel, and was watching Fox Sports News, uh, at about like 11 o'clock at night. And you had the comedy duo going on of these two, like, young guys who were like, you know, recapping the Olympics. And at first it started off as kind of like pretty shit, but then it was actually quite hilarious. Cause I think the rules are with non-broadcast networks, you're only allowed to show, I think, like 60 seconds or like two minutes worth of Olympic footage per day on your news service. That's it. Um... So they were, like, talking about uh, the, the slalom guy. And then they had this little story, which at first I thought, like, really, this is not news. This is terrible. They get there and they're talking about Kalani Crane, how she's, you know, up to about 130,000 Instagram followers since she's, like, started at these Olympics. Like, it's ridiculous. That's thanks to Off the Podium, of course. It's not actually thanks to the Olympics. It's since she's been on our show. Um, but then, like, you know, they've got this story, and I'm like, oh, this is so bad. Then they cut back to the desk, and he's, like, one of these guys on his phone, and the guy's, like, turned 
detective guy's like, John, what are you doing? He's like, oh, sorry, I'm just following Kalani Crane on Instagram. Check her out. He's like, oh, yeah, man, she's pretty cute. It's like, all right, yep, moving on. Um, and then, like, we're talking about the, um, the shootout. And this is where I had to get my joke from because they came back and this guy straight away is like, oh, the best save by an American goalkeeper since Julie the Cat Gaffney at the Junior Goodwill Games. <laughs> they just started laughing. And they're like, oh, the Mighty Ducks, what a great movie. Absolutely agree, Tom. Moving on. <laughs> just so funny. Uh, so I just, that's not even a bad thing. I just want Fox Sports to cover the Olympics. I would be rolling in stitches the whole time. Um, which they did, didn't, Jared? Wasn't it during, it was London, wasn't it? Where kind of Channel 9 offsold some of the coverage to Fox Sports because that's where you could get the app. Um, and like Eddie Maguire would host. That was actually really good, that coverage. I don't know if you ever had the app during London, but that's when they did that. I wish they would do that again. Yeah. Um, oh, it's just so, like, anything is better than, than how it is at the moment. Yeah. I'm so scared for the Commonwealth Games. <laughs> like, I mean, this is just, oh, anyway. Uh, my name is Colin. Uh, yes, my name isn't Colin. It's Ben, but, uh, your name <laughs> is Colin. Too. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to tell us whose name it is today. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with one of our ice dancers, and again, I'll send you the link, because he does something very clever at the beginning here. Uh, when they're given this questionnaire, uh, there's obviously some sections that aren't actually, you know, put on the website, but this time they had to, because they have, like, the whole right at the beginning, please answer the following questions with a pen or pencil, no markers, please. Uh, but right at the top, it says, hi, my name is blank, and I'm Canadian, just titling what it's called. And he circled the word blank and put an arrow towards it, saying, no, my name is Paul. <laughs> so this is Paul Poirier, who's one of our ice dancers. Uh, and it gets better from here. My favorite Olympic moment is walking in the opening ceremonies of Vancouver, as a kid, my favorite sports team was Canadian Olympic team. He puts nerd emoji in brackets. Uh, draw a picture of your favorite animal. He drew an octopus here that I think has only seven limbs. Uh, if Canadian octopus. Super- yeah, yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a disability of the Canadian octopus. That's why we don't do well in the pool. Yes. Uh, if I could be any superhero, this, would, this is what my wife would love. Uh, he would be Tuxedo Mask from Sailor Moon. Oh. Now, here's a good one. All right. I'm going to take a deep breath here. My favorite music artists are Queen, Shintaro Sakamoto, Pink Floyd, The B-52s, Talking Heads, Feist, Cat, Power, Sia, Air, Black Box, (laughs) Fujiya and Miyagi, Uh. uh, Julie Doran, Bach, Dreamlife, Boccherini, Mendelssohn, Kate Bush, Joni Mitchell, and Portishead, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) I love how there's like such diversity, it's like Queen, Pink Floyd, like all these, you know, pop, you know, artists, and all of a sudden, Bach! <laughs> Bach! <laughs> Thomas Bach? Um, <laughs> oh yeah, his pop album that he released with uh, the, the guy from uh, Eddie the Eagle. Um, Casper's screaming that. Casper's loving Bach! He's like, Bach! Yeah. <laughs> uh, here, he does it again. Uh, if I could only eat one food the rest of my life, it would be... Roasted root vegetables, peanut butter, or burgers, or curry, and roti. I can't choose. And then he again drew arrows saying, not fair, I am indecisive with a frowny face. (laughs) My favorite place to compete is Japan. Uh, Draw a picture from your hometown or province. He drew, oh, this does not look like the CN Tower. (laughs) 
I think I could do better than that. <laughs> um, and the Sky Dome, and he put Sky Dome, easiest thing to draw. Yes, I still call it the Sky Dome. Uh, one thing I've always wanted to one thing I've always wanted to do is visit South America. Okay. Uh, you should just branch out into summer sports. Should be real. You just drive there. Uh, my favorite thing to do in the summer is go cycling around the city. My favorite movie is The Princess Bride. Uh, my favorite place to visit in Canada is La Ville de Quebec. Uh, my favorite cartoon to watch growing up was The Magic School yes, Bus. Yes, that's Did the you guys second one. Yeah, no, we went over that the other day. I was asking Jared about that. They, um, another athlete said that the other day. Oh, nice. It's very popular here in Great Canada. Great show. It's right up there with, right up there with Peppa Pig. <laughs> um, if I had to do karaoke, I would sing... I love all the songs. Don't make me choose. Oh, God, don't start again. You'll sing a Bach song. <laughs> yeah, Bach. No, 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 no. No, no, no. That's Beethoven. <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> and if I could be an Olympian in any sport other than my own, it would be short track. Oh, this guy's um, awesome. Everybody's looking to take over for Charles Hamlin. I like this guy. This guy um, is pretty. Is he like, uh, you know, the next big thing? He's, he's, <laughs> Did you say this guy is pretty? <laughs> he's pretty awesome. I mean, he's pretty too. I mean, don't oh. get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, he actually looks like Michael Jackson's son, like uh, Blanket or whoever the, the old... No, Prince Michael. <laughs> <laughs> look look up Prince Michael, Michael Jackson's son. He looks like him. So uh, maybe, maybe this is him. Who knows? Um, I'm noticing on the fan messages, Jared, that they have not updated this now in two days. <laughs> what is going yeah, it's on? Pretty, it's, I mean, I said yesterday, like, we've already named our flag bearer. The AOC has packed up and gone home. Uh, Jared Hughes <laughs> is the only person left in Pyeongchang. Even our people competing in events have actually just gone home and left. The Australian team, not there anymore. I, I think that, like, legitimately, if you refresh the page, it's going to start having the Tokyo 2020 banner on it. Like, learn about our summer sports. <laughs> Um, they're just like they have they're, they're legitimately the same messages for the last two days so there's nothing even here to read i think we just move on to our uh our messages and we're up to diana lockett uh on our on our list here which i think just every single one should be like testing testing one two anyone there uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, name australia Email australia at hotmail.com. Select state overseas fan. Uh, testing, testing one, two. <laughs> Hello, AOC. Anyone there? <laughs> Poor Deanna Lockett's the only message. She's, oh, someone sent me a message. Testing, testing one, two. Hello, AOC. Anyone there? <laughs> Um, oh, poor Deanna. She seems such like a nice girl. I think we could easily get her on the show. I mean, she didn't win any medals, so she's basically already been on the show. Uh, oh, we've got some of our bobsledders. Yes, yes, Colin, was that you? Did I hear you? What? No? I thought somebody talked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going loopy here. Um, David, David Murray, one of our bobsledders. All right, name, John Candy. Email, um, John Candy. Indy at hotmail.com overseas oh. fan. <laughs> um, How about um, who's your favorite music artist? Queen, Pink Floyd, B-52s, Talking Heads, Sia, <laughs> Air, Black Box, Queen, Bok. Sia, Bark, Black Box, <laughs> B-52s, Portishead, Portishead, so many to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
take David Murray, um, who I believe if he's the one I'm thinking of, uh, thinking of, that sounds inappropriate, uh, was voted like one of the sexiest athletes cute. of the Olympics. I think he was like listed in <laughs> some list of like the sexiest athletes of the Olympic Games. Uh, not that I know, a friend told me. Um, and bobsled <laughs> Lucas Matter, Irv Blitz, uh, uh, com. Uh, if you're, Nothing without a gold medal. You can't be anything with one. <laughs> Say no to weights in the front of the sled. What was it? 16 years ago, I did the stupidest thing <laughs> in my life. I cheated. <laughs> I let my coach down. I let my country down. <laughs> I don't, I can't remember the quotes. Uh, feel the rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> Feel the ride. <laughs> Get it up. <laughs> it's bobsled time. <laughs> Done. I'm sure it's not the only. Tallulah. <laughs> Take it from Tallulah. <laughs> Tallulah. That was my mother's name. <laughs> we win the Olympics if we get that public. <laughs> Alrighty. So, uh, with only a couple of days to go, we've only got, uh, oh, David Morris is next. We've got David Morris, Laura Peel, Lachlan Reedy, Jessica Rich, Greta Small, Hayden Smith, and that's it. So we've only got, what's that, six athletes to go? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yep. Alright. We've done well. How's the Canadian list going, uh, Colin, with our 50 athletes a day that we've been sending the messages to? Um, Yes, remember, Pyeongchang, uh, 2018olympics.com.au, uh, forward slash fans, forward slash fan messages if you don't want anything published because they've all gone home. So, uh, that leads us now into day 14. Uh, we're on to the final three days here, folks. It's getting sad. Um, we have got a grand total of four medal events happening today. Uh, or tomorrow, whatever you want to say, today at the time of recording this, the men's relay in the biathlon, the ladies' singles in the figure skating, the women's ski cross in the freestyle skiing, the men's 1,000 metres in the speed skating. Uh, they're the medal events. Outside of the medal events, of course, you've got the, uh, well, the curling bronze medal game is today. Canada, Switzerland. Oh, uh, imagine if Canada got fourth. Uh, the women's semi-finals are on today. South Korea, Japan, Sweden, Great Britain. Um, the semi-finals in the men's ice hockey, Germany, Canada, Russia, Czech Republic is going to be big there. Um, and from an Australian perspective, uh, we of course have Kalani Crane. I look forward to having that repeated 38,000 times today on Channel 7. Sammy Kennedy Sim will be up in the, uh, ski style, the ski cross. So as you know, she won't win a medal based on the fact that she's been on off the podium. And, uh, Daniel Gregg is back on ice on the 1,000 meters. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig is back in the Yes. <laughs> Jared, uh, are you excited to see all 100 replays of uh, Kalani Crane uh, skate today? Yeah, if if she's one thing, it's consistent. So um, it's a shame that the ladies' figure skating isn't just the best of 10 events because we'd have that uh, hands down every time. We're good to see 66% of Australia's athletes that I have appeared on off the podium. So uh, there's a slight positive somehow. Um, Colin, I'm guessing it's all about the uh, ice hockey semifinals today for Canada, isn't it? Uh, I th- I thought it was about which one of the three of us is Caitlin Osmond choosing, but uh, yeah, I guess there's that going on too. Um, yeah, well, you know, we know it's going to be me, but um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it's, it's exciting. I mean, this is going to be worth staying up late for Germany, Canada, and, uh, you know, surely. Has, has this been talked about, the fact that you're playing Germany, a side that, again, really not expected to be there in the semis? No, um, I, I think up until now, there's been a lot of media coverage on it, but because of the women's finals today, I mean, nobody's even talking about the men. So um, I expect tomorrow there's going to be a lot of talk about it, you know, win, lose, or, well, those are the only two options, win or lose. You could but, uh, draw, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just hoping whatever happens that it's going to wipe the taste out of our mouth of uh, the, the women's finals. So um, I guess they have to win in order for that to happen. I'm trying to find the uh, the current world rankings, um, if there's anything. Cause we found that, didn't we, when we were doing Miracle um cuz mm-hmm. what was it uh, Bulgaria was so far yeah. down uh the the list um that it really wasn't anything uh so well, Canada are apparently currently ranked number 1 in the world so I can tell you that uh and Germany are currently ranked number 7 in the world so and that is their highest ever rating can we just point that out so Germany have peaked um, so that's interesting. And of course, what do we have in the other one? It's, uh, Russia versus the Czech Republic. Uh, so, uh, well, technically the Olympic athletes of Russia, but they're just Russia. So Czech Republic are currently ranked number six in the world and Russia are number two in the world. So you would expect it to be a Russia Canada gold medal match, but, uh, you know, Germany have made it this far, so who knows? It could be a, a Germany-Czech Republic one. Uh, what a what an event that would be. Uh, any other events either of you are looking forward to outside of uh, Australian? Uh, I mean, you know, the ski cross should be good. Um, yeah. You know, anything else there, Colin? Uh, no, the ski cross was the only one I was going to mention. Uh, just curling, hockey, and ski cross. That's all that's going on for Canada. And Jared, Caitlin Osman. Jared, outside of what we've already talked about, anything else there? Yeah, I might try to catch the curling. We'll see how I feel. I've boycotted it since the Norwegian team went out. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm just not sure if it's, it's worth it or not to be uh, disappointed by the one-coloured pants that I'll be seeing <laughs> if I watch that. Well, well I'm going to stand up for uh, biathlon, I feel. I'm going to try and pay close attention to the men's relay today. So um, go the men and relay the shit out of that sport. Um, if you like <laughs> our show, then like us on Facebook because we appreciate being liked because we have um, you know low self-esteem. So uh, like us on Facebook, Off The Podium Podcast. If you're on Twitter, hashtag Off The Podium. Uh, and if you like us and you hate Channel 7, by all means, troll them and just, I don't know, rip shit into them because you can. Um, Jared, always fun. Appreciate it. We look forward to having you back on the show tomorrow. Yep, looking forward to it. As with you, Mr. Colin Hilding, thank you very much. Uh, thank you. And we will be back tomorrow. Until then, enjoy the next day of the Olympics and we'll speak to you soon. Good night. Oh, 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 oh,